show them what I've become. There's no doubt. Come on. Back to the world, and I'm still hanging on. There's no way out. I've made my choice. Here's where I belong. And there's no doubt. When the road gets tough, I keep my head strong. Troubles in my life have been all the same With a strain in my mind getting hurt again There's a pain in my heart but it's just a game Gotta get over it, won't go insane Won't achieve anything while I'm down Don't wanna give out my heavyweighted frown I'm stopping this now, I'ma turn it around Heaven's on the ground, now I'm looking at the clouds Gonna make a change like a change, bigger getting changed Gonna stay the same with my mind frame rearranged Gonna wish the blue out my mind, out my eyes Was I blind in my mind, cause that was old times Cause I'm starting fresh with a clear vision You can even spell my name in optimism Just track the M's, an I and the P And then what you're left with is me Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of the Zod Ryder Show. I am Zod Ryder, and tonight I have a special guest going to be joining me in a little while, uh, Louis Centeno. He's going to be joining me tonight to discuss uh, various topics, a lot, of course, having to do uh, directly with the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. It's going to be interesting to uh, talk to this gentleman who has who has had who has had tons and tons of information and various things coming coming to him from different sources in regards to it so it's going to be great to hear what he has to say i've been i've been looking forward to doing this show for about a week i'd gone back and forth with uh, lewis on uh, twitter for a while and uh, it's going to be it's going to be nice and it's going to be a good show but before i bring lewis on i kind of wanted to uh, just briefly go over a few things uh, that have been happening uh, in regards to in regards to me lately. As longtime listeners of the Zod Rider Show know, I've been on uh, a member of uh, PSN Radio uh, since 2013, uh, 2012, 2013. I started doing this show, and it's really been quite an amazing. It's been quite an amazing show. I started doing the Zod Rider show, and then there was uh, another show that I did that I branched off of and did um, uh, that was a more you know adult themed show in regards to uh, relationships, and uh, it was called Cyber Love Talk. And I did that had did done that show for a while, and we and I got together with a f- couple of guys on PSN Radio. And did this show called The Roundtable Show. And I've been a member of The Roundtable Show for many, many years. And those of you who follow me and have listened to The Roundtable Show know what happened this Sunday. This Sunday I had gotten upset over some comments that were made in regards to uh, Zack Snyder and Justice League and, you know, Shazam. It was, it was pretty, a lot of the comments that the, my two, my two colleagues on the round table made, uh, kind of, kind of irritated me. And I, and I hung up and then left the show. 
uh, that night because I really, really, really didn't want to uh, participate in their in their in their discussion because they were basically uh, Snyder bashing and they were bashing Henry Cavill Superman and they were really um, but they love the Shazam movie which which I didn't like so a lot of the discussion was just going in a direction that I was not happy with and and I you know and I left the show now I realized that that might not have been the most mature thing for me to do, but I wanted to address it on tonight's show so that people can understand, you know, I am a big part of the release the Snyder cut movement. It's been a huge, huge part of my life over these couple last couple of years. And, and I have to say that, you know, when you are as big of a fan as I am and you are, and you are, committed to a cause and you absolutely love it with every fiber of your being and you want that cause to be a success uh you are going to you're going to fight for it with every fiber of your being with who you are and you are cuz it's something you believe in and it's a cause that you that you know in your heart is just you know pardon the pun but i really you know I've I've done a lot of shows with those guys on the round table and personally I I respect them greatly they are they are they are great people and you know just because we disagree about comic book movies and you know Zack Snyder and the Snyder cut doesn't mean that I hate them and it doesn't mean that I don't want to be a part of the round table show anymore it's just that in my and my love for what I'm supporting and where I am right now and what I'm going with, I didn't want to be a part of that discussion this past Sunday. So I just wanted to clear that up and clear the air for everybody so that they can understand. And you can actually go to the Roundtable uh, uh, website over on psn-radio.com. Uh, you can actually go to the list of shows that are playing and you can get the the roundtable episode that occurred this Sunday, and you can hear it for yourself what had happened. And you can also uh, listen and hear how the conversation continued, and it just got worse after I left. And, I, and uh, you know, as a big uh, Snyder Cut supporter and a, a big, you know, a big, huge Uber fan of Zack Snyder himself and, and you know, f- out of respect for everybody that I that I deal with on a daily basis in regards to the release, the Snyder cut movement, the idea of being around, of being around these guys when they are completely trashing and ripping into something that is very, very important to me and to, and to millions of other people. I, you know, I just couldn't do it. I had, you know, I had, I had taken all I could take and you know what, you'll, you'll go on to hear more. You'll actually go on to hear a guy actually talk about, uh, Henry Cavill's Superman being serial killer Superman. And that kind of, and that, that really underscores the fact that I was not going to be a part of that discussion. It's definitely, it definitely gets tough being in a, being in a group of people, being on a weekly podcast with a group of people that totally, totally shares the opposite view of what you do in regards to things that you really, really like. I, I mean, because I found, found myself completely at odds with these guys 
on a lot of things lately. And that wasn't always the case. I mean, I was even disagreeing with these guys about uh, Avengers Endgame. I found myself, for the first time, really defending an MCU movie, which is something that I never thought that I would do in the history of the Zod Rider show as a, you know, being the DCEU fan that I am. I mean, I've done shows supporting Marvel before. I've I've done shows, you know, talking about some of the stuff that I believe that Marvel has done right. But by and large, I'm a DC fan first. I've always loved DC more than Marvel, and I will always love put DC over Marvel. And but the truth is that I'm a bigger Zack Snyder fan than I am anything else at this point when it comes to these types of films and of course just Zack Snyder as a person and as a filmmaker I mean he's second to none as far as I'm concerned on that level which is why you know I can look at Endgame and I can appreciate a lot of the things that were done in that movie I can appreciate that movie for the way that it wrapped up that universe and I can also appreciate you know the homages to Zack Snyder that the Russo brothers threw into that film and I and I really and so as a comic book fan it's hard not to be excited for some of the things that you'll see in that movie because that movie throws in so many tributes to so many different things and so many Easter eggs for the comic book fan. If you're a fan of of those comic books, if you liked any of those movies, there's something in that movie for you. There really is. It honestly felt like it was a series finale to an ongoing television show. And I you know, and I can defend it on those levels and those levels alone. Um, the gentlemen that I, the two gentlemen that I was arguing with on Sunday night were trying to tell me that Shazam is a better movie than uh, Avengers Endgame. And I just, I, I have a hard time with that because I really did not like the movie Shazam. But that doesn't mean that, you know, people don't have a right to their opinions or whatever, but that's just me. You know, I prefer my movies to be, to have a little more depth. I prefer my movies to be, I don't expect the movie to be perfect or expect the movie to be all dramatic or whatever. And one of the comments that a gentleman on the roundtable show this weekend made was that I want to see a Shazam movie where Shazam snaps next like Superman did in Man of Steel. Now, that's not true. I understand that. Shazam is a lighter character, but I also want to see the films respect the character of Shazam. And personally, I didn't feel that the Shazam character got respected in the way that he should have been. I mean, I think that when you base a Shazam movie off of quite, quite debatedly, one of the worst runs of the character in comic book history... I mean, what can you expect from the movie? Now, I'm a long-time Shazam fan. I grew up reading Shazam comic books when Shazam comic books were called Captain Marvel. Okay? And and those those stories were how I interpret the character. Now, that's not to say that I'm not open-minded 
to other iterations of these characters. I mean, I'm the biggest Zack Snyder fan in the world. I love Zack Snyder's films. And Zack Snyder crafted his own vision for these heroes. And his vision for these heroes is wonderful. It's real. It's grounded. It's fantastic. I love everything about it. But I expected something different and something visionary from a director like Zack Snyder. When you give Zack Snyder Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, when you give him the keys to this universe, you better believe he's going to do something unique with it. He's going to shape it into something that you haven't seen, and he's going to blow your mind. And a lot of people just aren't made to see movies like that. A lot of people don't expect that kind of seriousness and that kind of depth from their superhero movies. That's just a fact. That's why you have so many people on the MCU side of the board totally trashing Endgame and trashing the Russo brothers and trashing their vision and the things that they did. They're getting trashed because they tried to provide a movie with some depth and an MCU that is otherwise chuck full of depthless movies. These, you get a lot of these movies that are just meant to be popcorn fodder for the masses. You know, I'm looking at you, Thor Ragnarok. I'm looking at, I'm looking at you, Ant Man and Wasp. I'm looking at at at, at you. Uh, what's what's the other what's the other really bad really bad one? Captain Marvel. I have, you know, I can I can count on one hand the amount of. MCU movies out of these 22 films that they had that I really, really enjoyed. Okay. And, and, and honestly, in the top, in the top five is Infinity War and Endgame. The Russo brothers to me are the two, are the best directors that the MCU has. I mean, Winter Soldier. Okay. These are movies with depth. I didn't much care for Civil War. I thought Civil War was a little bit, was a little bit on the on the on the on the marvel you know on the marvel masses side it wasn't ex- it wasn't as russo brothers as say as say winter soldier and then the later two infinity war and endgame those actually feel more like the russo brothers got to do what they wanted to do but civil war to me kind of felt like it was more studio mandated than the others even though the whole thing is kind of studio mandated and run by one guy, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, when I think back of, to me, what like some of the other, like what some of the best MCU movies are, uh, Iron Man one. Okay. Uh, and when you go, when you get into like the DCEU, what, what disappoints me the most about the DCEU is for me, it's Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman. Everything else is just fluff. I can take it or leave it. Aquaman included. I mean, I liked Aquaman, but ultimately upon repeated viewings, to me, Aquaman is just another, just another forgettable movie. Aquaman is pretty much Right in there with those 22 MCU films. And this is just my opinion. 
But to me, the MCU is those three films. I mean, the DCEU is those three films. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman. None of the other movies made any kind of an impact on me to the point where I could sit there and say those are the greatest, those are the greatest movies, you know, those, these are great. This new direction that, that WB has decided to take the DC universe. No. No, 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 no. I, I didn't like Shazam. I'm not that excited about Birds of Prey. And Joker just looks okay. It could be good. It might be good, but looks can be deceiving. We've seen excellent trailers for movies before and have been, and have been kind of let down. Think about Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad had some of the best trailers of any comic book movie. But then you got to the theaters and we saw how that turned out. It was another Justice League. So I, I really, to me, you know, it's kind of like, I, I, I want to have faith in the DCEU moving forward. I want to be a fan. I want to appreciate these movies. In the end, we want all of these movies to be good, whether they're Marvel or DC. But my problem is, is that you, when you have a studio that's made as much money as Marvel has, unfortunately, a template has been created and other studios believe that the only way they're going to make money is to emulate that said template. So now you have, it seems like we got DC going in a more MCU-esque direction, whereas it seemed like the Russo brothers tried to take uh, Endgame into a more, into a more early DCEU direction. Not quite not quite as deep, well, not nowhere near as deep as what Zack Snyder wanted to do, but tried to take get, make it a little deeper than what the MCU is known for. And I'm like Zack Snyder. I don't hate these MCU movies. I just, they're just not my preferred viewing when it comes to comic book films. I mean, if you want to talk about other comic book films, I can I can bring up uh, I can bring up this recent Hellboy movie, which I thought was a pretty good film, but it did look like there was some studio meddling in that as well. Uh, Alita: Battle Angel, I thought that movie was perfect. That was one of the best comic book. That was one for me. Battle. Battle Angel, for me, was one of the best theatrical experiences I've had in theaters since I went to see BVS. And I went to see BVS. I was one of those people that went to see Batman v Superman in theaters multiple times. When the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman uh, was in theaters for a limited time, I was there. I saw it. For that limited, I think it was like uh, uh, in theaters, it was in like a, a local theater near me, I think for one night, and I and I got a chance to see it. But I had seen the theatrical cut multiple times. I'd seen the theatrical cut of Man of Steel in theaters when that came out multiple times. I loved it. It had resonated with me in a way that comic book movies had not for quite a long time. And I, I just feel like... 
that's what's missing from the current DCEU, at least for me. I mean, and I did see Wonder Woman a few times in theaters, uh, not as much as when I saw uh, BVS and Man of Steel, but Wonder Woman, I think, I believe I've seen it in theaters three times, which, you know, isn't a lot in comparison to the other two, because I was like a total fanboy of Man of Steel and BVS. But Wonder Woman I saw in theaters three times, and uh, none of the other ones that have come out I haven't been able to see more than once. And I think that's what was wrong with Justice League. When they torched Justice League and gave us Justice League, you didn't have people going back and forth to the theaters. You had people just uh, deciding they were just going to see it once, maybe twice, Maybe they didn't even, well, considering the box office that Justice League made, a lot of people didn't even bother to go see it once. They probably watched the bootleg or either waited for it to come out on uh, home video. So, I mean, I I don't know if my opinion is going to change about the DCEU moving forward. I kind of hope it does. But they really need to do something different because right now, I'm not excited really about anything moving forward. I mean, even though, like I said, the Joker looks promising because it has, you know, it has a good, had a good trailer. But when movies have good trailers, that doesn't necessarily mean that the movie itself is going to be good. And that's just a, you know, that's just a, a fact of, of comic book cinema these days or, or cinema in general. You know, you could have the greatest trailer in the world and the movie could ultimately suck horribly because a lot of the stuff that you're seeing in the trailer doesn't even make it into the movie. You know, case in point, Suicide Squad and Justice League. So that's really all I wanted to say. This was kind of my little rant piece and I kind of just wanted to have time to get this off my chest for a few minutes before I uh, brought on uh, Mr. Centeno. Uh, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to uh, take a quick break here for a moment and then just just so that I can bring Mr. Centeno onto the line. And when Mr. Cent- Centeno comes on, I will be back and we will uh, move forward with tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, this is He's going to be an excellent guest. So I will be right back. You are listening to the Zod Rider Show. You've been listening to my long, long rant on psn-radio.com. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to tonight's episode of the Zod Writer Show. Once again, you are listening to psn-radio.com, and I have my special guest for tonight on the show, Mr. Louis Centeno. Welcome to the Zod Writer Show, sir. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate you having me on. Oh man, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. I've been following you on Twitter for a while and you, you know, you, you all, what I like, what I like most about you, and I, I have to say this, is that, you know, you make all, a lot of your tweets and stuff makes absolute sense. I, I honestly, you know, I, you know, I look at all the, you know, all the flack that, you know, people give you and it just, to me, it's just kind of like, well, what do you mean? How do you not know that this, that this guy doesn't know his stuff? I mean, what qualifies you to say this guy isn't, you know, this guy isn't legitimate or whatever? And I and I look at your tweets and I, you know, and the biggest thing for me was when we, we all did this recent call-in campaign where I, you know, I had called in and I talked to somebody and people were calling in and everybody was getting. It's so funny how everybody was getting similar information, and this is without sources. This is just people picking up the phone and calling the number themselves. So, how, I mean, how do you feel about that? And what, what's your perspective on the whole, you know, phone calling strategy that we went through just recently? Well, um, I really didn't need it to call because uh, I, I, I do have, granted, it's only one, um, <laughs> only one source. Um, and but but the reason I I, I caused because I wanted to, to demonstrate to people that what I've been tweeting is what has been being discussed uh, with Warner Brothers. Um, so um, and even with that, um, people uh, reporting what I basically said, the tweet being similar. You you're always going to have that one, and, and I think the reason there's a lot of people that. Um, have they thought about me is because I'm new. Um, you know, well, if you knew all this, where, where have you been, you know, and all these years and, and it's just, you know, at the, at, at the time, it just, it didn't interest me, you know, that I'm just a regular guy, um, working nine to five person, you know, come home, you know, spend time with family and, um, you know, go to church and, and watch movies. And, and I'm, I'm also a big, uh, DC fan, um, I was, you know, probably by my tweet, by my picture, you guys could figure out who, who that is. So, uh, but I, I, it, it gave to me, the phone campaign gave people hope. Um, and we basically are anticipating, uh, the release of the Steiner cut. And when people, when you see people started calling and, and releasing videotape and, and, and so forth, um, I sense that it really, really energized, uh, the, the Zack Snyder, you know, our fan base and basically what we want to do, uh, which is ultimately see the Snyder cut. Absolutely. I mean, and my, my thing is like your source had, 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 had provided you with similar information that was just, uh, underscored when we made these phone calls. Because if we, re- if you remember, you know, a year or so ago, Warner Brothers wouldn't even acknowledge that there was a thing no. such as the Snyder Cut. It wasn't even being, not only was it not being considered, and this is one of the things, one of the points that I'd made up on Twitter about that Wall Street Journal article. It, that Wall Street Journal article at the time was 100% correct in the fact that, that there was no, 
that there was no plans to release it because they didn't even, they weren't even giving it any consideration at all. But now we're at a point where it's, where they're aware of the demand for it and there actually is something on the horizon. That's a big difference between, between what we got in the Wall Street Journal to where we are now. I feel like we've come a long way as a group. Uh, we have, and uh, a little bit of information, uh, what happened um, last year. Um, when the Justice League was released, um, when we actually saw the cut, we knew something was wrong. I mean, the moment that we saw the movies was less than two hours, we know something was up. I, I mean, Zack Snyder movies, not two hours. Zack Snyder likes to tell, tell a direct story. He takes his time delivering his story. So um, when, if you know, if, if you go back to last year when Fiona uh, started the whole campaign, they didn't take, Warner Brothers didn't take that seriously. Um, and when it got stronger by the months, uh, and believe you me, trust me, if you follow Fiona, she was in contact with Zack Snyder. She was a con, she was in direct contact with Zack Snyder. At that time, Warner Brothers did have a copy of Zack Snyder, uh, Justice League. Now, what I don't know what version they had, but they had a copy of Zack Snyder version that he was willing to release. So when Zack Snyder submitted that, trust me, the Wall Street Journal was a hit job. They tried to discredit the movement, and I believe it was started by Kevin T. I mean, what I what I heard from my source, Kevin T. Uh, was the main front of the reason why uh, he hired that Wall Street uh, Journal guy. So, um, but little did they know that we will find out eventually what happened. So it, it's more to the story than 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 uh, was being reported. Uh, what happened uh, last year? Um, I, from what I heard, it was going to be announced at last year's San Diego Comic Con. It was very close. Yeah, I heard that too, and that was the reason why Zack Snyder was in San Diego and was posting all of those things on Vero because he was actually in San Diego for the Snyder cut, but. That was was that so? It, was, does your does it match up with your information that it was just yes. uh, closed last minute? I mean, because that that's what uh, I heard that it was like a last minute decision not to do it. Here's the thing: I, we cannot trust anything that comes out of one brother's. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Last year, I was not trusting the information that was given to me. Um, I believe that there are people there that didn't like Zack Snyder. And this is me, my opinion of what I've heard. Um, I actually think they gave him the impression that they was going to release it, uh, but they had no intention to release it. For whatever reason, the people who was in the leadership last year did not like Zack Snyder. They could not stand, stand Zack Snyder. And I don't know why. I, I just don't. I don't, I don't understand why. Um, and if, if you, if you follow the story, what happened to Zack Snyder, number one, he, he didn't step down. He was fired. 
he was fired uh, because the leadership, the top people, let the, and I call them the Marvel lovers, uh, influence them. The backlash that they got after Batman versus Superman. Um, so he did not step down. Have you ever, let me ask you a question. Have Zack Snyder ever quit in, in all the work that he's done? Zack Snyder is not a quitter. Now, granted that something happened in his family, which hits home to me, um, and, uh, you know, and, and we'll talk about it later on. But Zack Snyder is not a quitter. He has never, ever quit. So when the news came out, and I believe it came out, I think, May, that he was stepping down, something was fishy. Something to me was fishy. And that's when I started to dig up what was going on. And it's, it's the, the same people that screwed Ben Affleck, Jeff Johns, Kevin T. I mean, it was, it, I mean, it was a mess. Before Walter, before Walter Hamada came in, it was a total disaster. Disaster. Yeah, we could tell that by the, by the movie we got. If for, if for no other, <laughs> if for no other reason, all you have to do is look at that movie and how disjointed and all over the place it is, how none of it makes sense thematically that you could say, you could say, well, obviously this studio doesn't know what they're doing. They pushed this movie out because they needed that bonus money and they didn't care how it looked because the nope. special effects alone, you know, this is a funny thing too. Lewis, this is a funny thing, you know, we keep, we keep hearing, and I don't know about you, but we keep hearing about things like, oh, the special effects weren't done, the special effects this, the special effects that. Well, let's think about this for a minute. Let's think about the special effects that we got in Justice League. Could the special effects that we got in the theatrical cut, you're going to tell me that those special effects, the special effects for the Snyder Cut are in any worse shape than the special effects we got in the theatrical cut that we got. I mean, the special effects in that movie were horrible. So. Uh, listen, the people that doesn't like Zack Snyder for whatever reason, the one thing that we could agree on is Zack Snyder has a gift on special effects. That alone, when you see Justice League should tell you that's not his cut. I mean, oh, yeah. look. Yeah, absolutely. Look, look at the picture of Man of Steel. Look at the picture of Batman versus Superman. I mean, those are Zack Snyder. You feel it. You see it. I mean, you, you, you see the visual effects that it had. Doomsday. I mean, you see all that. General Zod, you know, the, the, the fight scene at the end. Um, so it, I mean, you, you, you could tell, you could tell that they messed with his movie. And here's, here's an, 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 another thing. Um, the people that mess with Justice League are the same people that school Ben Affleck. They school Ben Affleck. I mean, on one hand, you have Jeff Johns, who is a comic book writer. And then you have Ben Affleck, our Academy Award winner, director, and actor. He writes the scripts. Jeff Johns go there behind his back and changes the script. That's where everything started going downhill. And the reason that Ben Affleck didn't want to stay playing as Batman 
It has nothing to do with Walter, Walter Hamada. It has to do with everything with Kevin T and Jeff Johns. I mean, they screwed, they screwed Ben Affleck. I mean, they, the, the vision that, that Zack Snyder had, I, I mean, the concept, it's just, it, it blows my mind. How can not the studio not, if, if you hire a director, let him finish his vision. I mean, it's just, it, 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 it boggles my mind. And, 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 and there's stories out there on, on Ben Affleck and, and, and what, what Jeff John did to him. I mean, it's, it's, it's no secret. I mean, I, I, I tell people, go, go look at that. Go, go look at what, what, you know, what, what Jeff John, you know, he, they did to Ben Affleck. I mean, you mean to tell me that Ben Affleck doesn't know how to write a script? I mean, seriously. A comic book writer is going to tell an Academy Award winner director how to write a script? For real. That's that's an excellent point. And, you know, you, you kind of – and what makes me so seethingly angry about the whole Jeff Johns thing is that Jeff Johns has written some of the darkest DC stories that you could think of. I mean, this is the guy – this is the guy that wrote Final – I mean, uh, Infinite Crisis. This is the guy who, who, who is, who is currently writing a sequel to Watchmen. I mean, you're, I mean, this is, I, I can't understand what would make him want to sabotage something that had potential to be so successful. And if they're all on the same team, you know, it's like you're, you're, there's enough money to go around. I mean, look, look at, look at this, look at this most recent Avengers movie. It's on track to, it'll have made, apparently it'll have made $2 billion by the end of this week. So you mean to tell me that a Justice League movie that was done properly, that was written well and had the characters fleshed out, that continued the vision that Zack Snyder laid out, couldn't have done extremely well? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't, I can't see how they, see, this is why it, it makes me, it makes me happy to see that Justice League was the lowest grossing DCEU film. Because Justice League, that movie was just thrown together and didn't deserve people's money. It didn't deserve people's time. So, I mean, they got what they, the Warner Brothers got what they deserved in this, in this instance. So I kind of feel like now they have a chance to redeem themselves. Now that Jeff Johns isn't there, now that John Berg isn't there, now that Kevin T- Teshihara is on his way out, they have a chance to, well, he is out, but they have a chance to redeem themselves now and, and put, and put this, you know, put this all to bed. So you would think that they would see, see the money, see where it is. And, and I mean, it can't, it can't be any worse. It can't be any worse for them. I mean, and if the Snyder Cut does turn out to be a massive success when they finally release it, they'll have vindication that they can allow directors to make the movies that they want to make, and they should just let them go with these movies and not try to micromanage everything. There's a chance that WB could learn a lesson here, but who knows? What do you think? Uh, I, I, I think they got the right man uh, from what I hear. Walter uh, Hamada in the back scene. He does like Zach. Uh, he does like uh, dark DC uh, movies. Uh, I think Trent uh, Trent is his, is is his baby as well. Um, but uh, going back to uh, Zach Snyder and 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 the, and the, the Snyder Cut, um, I believe that once it's released, 
And for the people who are listening, I guarantee you it's going to be a relief. It's, I, I, I mean, I, if I could, you know, th- there's a Vixen Man story uh, that he mortgaged his house uh, for before WrestleMania 1. Um, and WrestleMania 1 ride and died on, 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 on Vixen Man's success. Uh, I guarantee you that the Snyder Cut is going to uh, be released. And, and I heard you a little bit talking about Aquaman. Once the Snyder Cut is, is released, Aquaman's going to grow on you. Uh, it's really, it's really going to grow on you. So, um, but let's, let's, let's go back last year, November. Um, uh, I, I made a tweet, uh, that I was hearing rumblings that Warner Brothers was planning to release on releasing the Snyder Cut, uh, next year. Um, now I'm new at this. I, I mean, I, there, there's a lot of information given to me. Um, so when I receive information, me being new as a scooper, I have to determine, decide which is credible, which is not credible. A lot of people think that that it is easy uh, just giving, you know, stating what you hear. I mean, some of the stuff that I hear, I'm like, well, this can't be true. Um, and, and I state that on my tweet. This is a rumor, what I'm hearing, uh, and it's just a rumor. Uh, so I heard since last year that Warner Brothers uh was going to release the Snyder Cut uh, next year, uh, which is 2019. But Aquaman, Aquaman, they needed Aquaman to do well because they lost a lot of money in Justice League that they were banking on Aquaman doing well. Now, they did not think that Aquaman was going to be that big success. Nobody at Warner Brothers did not think that it was going to make a billion dollars. Nobody did. I sure didn't. So when it made that money, it put Warner Brothers in the DCU at a different light. Uh, remember, the, the, all the good press that Warner Woman got, it didn't make a billion dollars. And there's something about a movie when it makes a billion dollars and the actor makes a billion dollars that it does something it changes the concept. It changes the reputation of the project. So, and I've tweeted that on, on December. Now, I also know that in December, Ben Affleck met with Warner Brothers. And he met with them uh, because they wanted to know what was Ben Affleck's thoughts on staying on as Batman. Um, and what I heard in, in December that Ben Affleck, uh, told Warner Brothers, number one, if, if you follow Ben Affleck, he never signed on to do a solo movie. He signed on for Zach Vision. It was Warner Brothers that was pushing him to make a solo movie. That's why he uh, did the script for, 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 for the Batman. And that's why it got, it got him angry because he spent all that time. And then Jeff Johns and, and, and Kevin, Kevin T, and I call him Kevin T, uh, they, 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 they changed the whole concept. They changed everything around. So in December, when he met with Warner Brothers, they wanted to find out, hey, are you going to play Batman? And Ben told them that he would consider staying on as Batman if the script was to his liking, if they want him to make a solo movie, and they let him direct a Justice League movie. He wanted to finish Zack Vision. When Ben Affleck signed out as, as Batman for Zack Snyder, he signed out as an old, grumpy, greedy 
Batman. That's what Ben loved. That, that's why he liked, that's why he signed up for it. And they didn't tell him yes. They didn't tell him no. And that frustrated Ben Affleck. I mean, so here is, we have new leadership. They're asking him to stay as Batman. He's telling them that I would consider staying as Batman if the script was to my liking and you let me direct Justice League. Um, but that was in December. And I, I think I, I want to say like the first couple of weeks in December um, that, that he met with them. I don't, I don't have the exact date. I, I, I want to say the 13th, um, the 13th. It's, it, it rings a bell. Um, but uh, but I, I could be off on the days, a, a couple of days. Uh, but when Aquaman did well, uh, that's where Warner Brothers moved forward and said, hey, we're not going to release the Snyder Cut now. Um, and they they left November 1st open when Wonder, uh, when Wonder Woman was moved. Uh, and you can see Gal Gadot's statement uh, says that it was moved. Uh, I believe that didn't she say it was um, what did Gal Gadot say that the reason it was moved? Um, when the woman t- took his, his rightful place? Yeah, yeah, the, the tweet was something like it's at its rightful place where it belongs or something. Uh, Patty Jenkins had tweeted it. I think the landscape, the, the landscape is changing. She also mentioned that the landscape. The, the landscape, yeah, the landscape is changing. That was, that was the key line in there that, that had everybody going. The landscape is changing. Right, right, right. So, um, so fast forward. Um, and I always, this is, this is what I heard initially. And again, you know, I, 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 I tell people part of scooping is that, you know, what's, you could hear information in November and it could change in January. Uh, you could hear release date, uh, like movies, uh, release, like for example, I mean, Batman versus Superman, it was supposed to be released in 2015. Then it was changed 2016. So I always tell people, you know, don't, don't get wrapped on, on, on release date, uh, because that could always change. But I, I initially heard that, uh, that the rumor and the rumor was that, that it was going to be announced sometime in February, March. Now, what I heard was, is that a special announcement, a big announcement was going to be done. And the indication that I got was, was the Snyder Cut. Now, if looking back on it, the announcement was really Zack Snyder's event. Um, that's what people were starting to speculate. Um, uh, whether it was going to be an, an announced there at, at his event. And I believe, I believe Zack Snyder did that because he wanted to take the Snyder, uh, the Snyder Cup movement home. Uh, he put the pressure on Warner Brothers, say, hey, the fans already known. Uh, and they, were, were, were you at the event, uh, at, at the event with, with uh, Zack Snyder? No, I, no, I wasn't at the event. I, I watched it um, through uh, Vero social media, though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he, he, I mean, again, everything that Zach does is for a reason. Zach never does anything, anything if he didn't think about it. So, uh, he did, he did that event, uh, and noticed that when they were asking the questions, uh, I, I believe that it was blocked out for a reason. Um, because if, if, if everybody asked the question, three or four or five people, then it will be limited. But knowing that uh, when he finished the event and everybody was asking him about the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder wanted to make sure that he told everyone that everyone got out there 
and was basically was saying what it was said. I mean, I, I believe Chris Vaughn um, um, asked the question. Um, I think uh, Dave Junkie. Uh, I think Zack Snyder told Dave Junkie that it was two uh, two hundred and fourteen minutes. Uh, the movie. So um, I, I, I mean, I I, I will stick by it. Um, I, I know that it's going to be released um, this year. I've always heard San Diego uh, Comic Con. Now, did you did you see the interaction that I had with uh, Jay Oliva? Did you did you see that? Uh, yeah, the the recent interaction you had where he was defending against somebody who who said that it was somebody who was still saying it wasn't real, I think, or that there was uh, no Snyder cut, something like that. Well, in, in December, uh, I you know you have people you know questioning me as it uh, questioning right, right, uh, exactly. You know, I, I'm 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 uh, I just came along, you know, and and some people and, and, and listen. Uh, it's okay to doubt me. I mean, I, you know, if you, if you have somebody new, you never heard of before. I mean, you know, you, you're going to have questions and, and that's okay. But, you know, but to slander me and, and say that I'm lying, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's too much. But the, the source that I know, uh, knows Jay. So the person on the, on Twitter basically called me out and said, Hey, Jay, this person saying his source knows you. If you read the threat, the whole threat, Jay Oliva never, ever debunked what I said, never called me a liar. His main problem was is that who is my source and how did I get it? Read the threat. He was more concerned about who gave me that, in, that information, and, and he assumed it was Zach. No, I, I don't know Zach, and my source, I mean, I took, my source is a Warner Brothers source, not Zach Snyder. So, uh, I, I mean, so, and then he said, we read, read the threat that if and when the Snyder Cut is released, it will be released at a big venue like Comic Con, as I reported. I reported that it was going to be announced at San Diego Comic Con. Then, when you had Jay Oliva saying that that it will be Zach who will be making the announcement at a big event, then that's why I think people started to take me a little bit more seriously because I've always heard San Diego Comic Con. I mean, Zack Snyder wants to make this big. And honestly, Warner Brothers, if, you, if you're Warner Brothers, you're going to look at how can we make the most money and how can we uh, minimize the money that we lost with the original Justice League. Believe you me, Warner Brothers, they are, they are looking ways and maximizing the profit of the Snyder Cut. Um, so, uh, I mean... Oh yeah. I mean this has the biggest marketing campaign in history just by all the people like us campaigning for it to be released. I mean it if any I mean they couldn't get I I don't think that Warner Brothers could get more positive word of mouth for it than what they've already got. And that's why I think they're at a point they're at a point now where they've got to see and if they if they really are just working on ways to maximize profits. Yeah, I mean it it it's clear that there's a demand for it. And that's, that's my thing. If Warner Brothers can make more money off of it than what they lost off of Justice League, then they're going to go in that direction. I mean, it, it, well, it, it's all about making money in the end. Uh, people ask me, well, what's the difference between this year and last year? And just look at the signs. Number one. Walter Hamada. <laughs> 
welcome number one. But look, look at the actors that are coming out now. They didn't come out last year. Do you think it's a, do you think it's by accident that they're coming out now? It's not an no. accident. No, yeah, the NDAs know. are being lifted. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and, and not only that, but it's about what the Benjamins, the the Benjamins. They they want they want to get paid for their work, and they should get paid for their work. They should they should uh, get paid for the work. But you you see you see the signs. You see actors coming out um, that they're for the Snyder Cut. You see other people. You see other directors, and you're you're right about about the Russo brothers. They pay homage to Zack Snyder. They pay homage to him. Why do you think they're doing that? The, uh, one, one thing about the directors, they stick together. They stick, they stick because they believe in integrity. They believe in integrity. And, and, and if for the people who, who are asking why we're fighting for Zack Snyder, for me, this is, this is what I tell people. Forget about whether you like the movie or not, Zack Snyder movie or not. I mean, everybody has has the opinion what what you could find a good movie. Like for me personally, I think The Incredible Hulk from Marvel was a good movie. A lot of people don't like it. I love the first Captain America. I like the first Iron Man. Couldn't stand the second Iron Man. Couldn't stand the third Iron Man. I love the first Thor. And you talk to other people, they have different tastes on it. But the the reason the reason that Warner Brothers need to release the Snyder Cut, if anything else, is about integrity. It's about a man hard work who has spent seven years of his life working hard to deliver something to the fans of, of, of DC. And it basically, you know, as a father, me as a father, I know if I'm away from home and I don't spend time with my daughters and I'm at home and to see the tragedy that he had, I mean, it would, it would devastate me. And this is this is why I'm so angry with one of us that you don't you don't have the decency to let the man finish what he started. I mean, my problem is, I mean, if you want to move on, it's okay. Move on. But let the man finish his work. I mean, I I mean, two directors vision. I mean, and, and you saw a clash. And as a matter of fact, if you if you look at Ben Affleck, that he even said it. Yes, the movie was changed, but you see Zach DNA in the movie. I mean, yeah, you, you saw his DNA, but it was it's, it's a totally different movie. So I I, I tell people, uh, the, the for me the release the Zack Snyder cut is more about integrity. It's more about honoring the man's hard work. He gave his life. Uh, he didn't spend time with his daughter the way he uh, he could have, you know, because he was so focused on the project. Um, and and the reason that it hit home to me. Is because I'm a suicide survivor. So when I heard um, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, it, it just crushed me. It, it, it really, 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 really crushed me. And I, I got angry at Warner Brothers. I'm like, how, how can you do this to this man? You know, and, and, and they have, they, you know, they don't have no heart. So, uh, but, you know, as you know, like, you know, commerce is, you know what? And, and the people that who, who school Zack are now out of a job. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So um, it really, it, it really, uh, it really represent, uh, at least with me, you know. And, and I know a lot of people who don't like Zack Snyder the way he makes movies, but they do agree that they should release his work. Um, there, there's some, there's something fundamentally wrong when a person uh, works hard on a project 
and at the last minute he's fired and it's changed around. You, I mean, it's just uh, either you don't release it or you release it. Um, and, 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 and you saw it, you know, the, the, the fan, the fan responded, uh, you know, cause it, so it, 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 I, you know, this, this movement has brought people together from different races, from different backgrounds, from different countries. Um, and I believe with all my heart that, that Warner Brothers, um, and more, uh, more importantly, Walter Mahara saw uh, the demand for it. And, and not only that, but how can you say that you have integrity, Warner Brother have integrity and they're a director driven company when they screwed a movie when they interfere? So, uh, I, I believe they, they have to release it because if you want good directors, if you want good young writers, you know, at least with me, I mean, Zod, if, if, if you, if you were a director, would you want to direct for Warner Brothers knowing what they, they was at? <laughs> no, not at all. And I think one of the biggest points that you made, and I, you know, I love the point that you made, the idea that this group has created such, has, has shown such diversity in the amount of people that have come together that if you want to show you want to show your fans are are divided. I mean, are united, and you have a you have a diverse poster. You have all these people, and you just have all this. You know, you have the videos that people made. You have letters people wrote. You have phone calls. You have all of this stuff to show you just how how much this means to everyone. Just how important director and creative freedom and creative integrity is. In general, and I and I just think it it's a beautiful example. One way one way that they could they could totally celebrate uh, di- like diversity in in and showing people united in such a way from all around the world would be like a big poster where it would just be for the the Snyder the Snyder cut when they finally release it a big poster with just a collage of all these faces, uh, you know, showing that you know the demand f- and just how you know, how deep this demand goes for the, for this movie. I mean, you can't, you can't get any, you can't get a better marketing campaign than that, than just showing just how united a fan base is for a particular vision. It's, it's incredible. And I, and I'm like you, I believe I've met some really, really great people as a result of this. I feel like I've made so many good friends and made so much, and it's just amazing to me, you know, the way people have come together as a result of all this. And, and I, and it's, it's very, it's a very, very moving thing. And it's very, very powerful when people come together around a positive cause like this. It's genuinely positive. And there's been a lot of really great things that have come out of the uh, Snyder Cut movement, the, you know, the campaigns for, Suicide prevention, the, the idea that, you know, we're, we're, we're striving for something bigger and better than what we all are. And I, I think it doesn't make, it, it doesn't get any, I, I just don't think it gets any better, better than that. And I feel like the Snyder Cut movement is only going to grow. So it's just in the best interest of the studio at this point to finally to finally give the people what they want. And I think, I think there's far more people for the reasons that you have stated that believe that it should be released than the people that don't. And I, and I've, I've said this before, you know, the six people that enjoyed the theatrical cut of Justice League will always have 
their Blu-rays and DVDs uh, to watch that version. So, what? Okay, and 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 and, and here's the thing: why not? If you're Warner Brothers, why not embrace it? Exactly. Why not, why not say, okay, here's you uh, on 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 the DVD cover. Here's Justice League. If you want to put some scenes there for him, you could do it. And on the right corner, you put the Snyder Cut. I mean, it's it's it, to me. I, I I never understood what was the problem not releasing the Snyder Cut. I mean, you know, you you could e- you could either run away from from a situation, or you or you could confront it. And if if they do that, then you let us fans decide. Uh, for the ten percent people who like the Justice the Justice League, and the seventy percent of people who love Zack Snyder. Then you have the other twenty people, the the, 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 the other twenty percent well, that didn't care. But you could actually do that. I mean, you could actually market that. I mean, if one of us, yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, obvious. One of brothers don't. They don't want to bash what was released in the theaters. They're not going to do that. They're not. They're not going to say it was a mistake. And you don't have to say it was a mistake. You just relieve the Snyder cut, and you just say. Here is Justice League uh, from uh, Josh Whedon. And in the right-hand corner, you have Zack Snyder's version. Um, and put, put on, 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 on a DVD. Now, if they, they want to give the fans a, a present, like, uh, hey, sorry, we did this, then you could actually release uh, the, three, the three hours and 40 minutes Batman versus Superman. Because the, uh, I, I, I don't know if you know, but it was originally... Three hours and forty-five minutes. Batman versus Superman. There's yeah, like there's like in forty-five minutes to an hour, deleted scenes from Batman versus Superman. Um, so that that would be a nice gift, you know. Um, that uh, that'd be a nice gift, you know, to the fans. Now, do I think it's gonna happen? No, but I'm just, you know, just wishful thinking. Uh, but uh, so I, I I'm telling everybody who, who's listening, um, get ready. Um, we we're gonna see the Snyder Cut. It's going to be released this year. Guarantee it's going to be released this year. Uh, I've always heard that it was going to be announced at San Diego Comic Con. Um, in the event that is announced before, believe you me, Zack Snyder will be at San Diego Comic Con to address the fans, to address uh, what the movement has meant to him and to give us a release date uh when we could see the justice league um now i would like it uh i would like to see it, uh be released in the theaters and then dvd uh i think you can maximize the dollar how about you where what i mean i think i think that they should do give the uh, what i would like to see is a do over where they just release it in theaters at first and give it a theatrical run and just see how it does. I mean, because there's a lot of hype surrounding it. So if you give it a theatrical run, you're not really, I mean, you lost money on justice league the first time. So doing a do over, and this is a rare opportunity where it's a completely different film. So you could say, okay, well, we're going to re-release, we're going to release justice league in theaters, give it a little bit of a run and see what happens. And then of course it'll, it'll go to video. But what I think they're realistically going to do, it'll probably be like one of those 
special things where they release it in theaters for like one night or two nights only. Like what they did with the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman and then throw it on and then throw it on video. That's what uh, I think I, is going to happen. I, I think if it's released in theaters, I don't think it's going to be a day or two. I, I think it, 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 it probably it is going to be limited, but I, I think it will be maybe a week to two weeks. That would be good. I would be happy if they did that because that would give us a chance as fans to see it on the big screen multiple times if we wanted to, which I would be happy about. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe you me, if Warner Brothers know they can make money releasing it in theaters, they're going to do it because all, all they care about is, about is about the money. And the only reason that they're going to release the Snyder Cut, it's not, and, and let's be honest, does it have to do with integrity? Eh, it has to do with, with money. Because if, 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 if the Snyder Cut, if they saw that it couldn't make money, they wouldn't release it. But they see the potential that it can make money. And that's why, you know, I, I, I don't put the same hope with, with the air cut because there's not too much of a demand for the air cut. Uh, well, we haven't, well, we haven't started, we haven't started really campaigning for the air cut yet. And I think where air made his mistake, Zack Snyder never said that the version of Justice League we got in theaters was his cut of Justice League. Ayer actually went out and said that the theatrical cut was his cut. And he's come out recently and said things that to the, to the contrary. But by this time, he already, you know, he kind of took ownership of that theatrical cut. And I think that kind of ruined, you know, any kind of major campaign or goal to get his original version released because he was camp he was standing behind the theatrical version what what do you think about all that uh yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because uh he did say out, out of his own mouth that that was his cut and he was adamant about it very exactly very, very, yes very and see that that's my problem and at no point did Zack snyder ever say no. anything as far as we know Zack snyder claims he still hasn't even seen the theatrical cut of justice no, he hasn't. so so if that so with that being so with that being said you know that that's not you know for a fact that that's not his film you don't have to think about it but with air you know like you said being adamant it you know, it's kind of hard to fight now and say, well, release the air cut when air said that we already got his cut. I don't I know. Mean, if, if, if it's ever released, I, I, if it's ever released, the, the, the only way it will be released is maybe by streaming. Uh, uh, you know, when, when, when they start their streaming, that's the only way uh, that I see um, that I will be released. Because I, I did ask my source about the air cut. It's not even it's not even a thought. So it's and it's not it's not they they Warner Brothers look at it is that they can't make money on the air cut. They cannot make money. Uh, not only not only that they already released an extended version of Suicide Squad already. So there's two versions of Suicide Squad out there, and really, you know, for them to release a third version, there would have to be there would have to be demand, and there's not something that there is right now. No, no, there, but, there, there is, there is no. I mean, uh, the, 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 again, the, the small portion fans. I mean, do, do, do I, do I want to see uh, his, his original intent for the Suicide Squad? Yeah, but uh, f- for the most part, 
is it going to really change the movie? Not really. At least, I don't think so. Uh, with Zack Snyder, and, and it's not a cut. I mean, think about this. There's an hour and a half footage missing for the Snyder Cut. An hour and a half. Now, back in the 80s and, and 90s, you could make a movie for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Let that sink in. <laughs> so I, I tell people that it's a different movie. You're going to see a different, different movie. Um, and I, I, I can't wait um, when it's released. Uh, I wish I could go to San Diego Comic-Con. That's how confident I am. Uh, that is either going to be announced at San Diego Comic-Con or Zack Snyder is, is going to be there uh, to present maybe a trailer or to address the, uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, so I, I, I told fans, you know, again, look at, look at the clues, look at, this, uh, look at the signs. I mean, you have, you have the operator. The operator. I mean, a lot, of pe- a lot of people say that it's a script. Now, I worked in call centers before. Okay, what, what, so I want I want people to to understand. For those that say that that she's going off a script, okay, if Warner Brothers didn't have no plans to release the Snyder Cut, they will not give a script to the operator. The only reason they gave us they gave the script to the operator, number one, for legal reasons, okay. Number two, they know about the cut. Number three, they want to make sure they're giving accurate information. Now, if they had no intention to release the Snyder Cut, all right, people who is listening to me, call tomorrow and ask for the air cut and see what answer you, you'll get. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I tell people. Call the operator and ask for the air cut. And she's basically going to dismiss you. That's how you know that the Snyder Cut is going to be being released. When you have the CEO, you have the board of directors, making up a script for the Snyder and the script is not saying it's not going to be released. She's on record saying that it is going to be released, that it's close to being released. I mean, she told me personally, personally, okay, that if I'm a Snyder Cut uh, uh, fan, I want to be at San Diego Comic-Con. She told me that verbatim. No. Yeah, and and the personal ex- assistant told me verbatim that the movie's being prepped for eventual release. Now they aren't going to say those kinds of things if it's not true, and they're not going to, like you said, it, you're going to get blown off completely if if you're just saying something that they have no no knowledge of or they there's no not, it's not even a thought. Like you said, air cut is your is the best is the best example you could give. That'd be a good experiment to call up and ask about the air cut and see how quickly you get hung up on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that, that's what that's what I told people, you know. And 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 not only that, I, I had discussion with people on Twitter, okay, uh, that Jason Momoa is trolling us. Now I tweeted on December, guys. I'm more than welcome to go to my tweet in December. Not to everybody, watch for Jason Momoa. You want a clue about the Snyder Cut? Watch him. Hear him. He's going to tell us if it's close or not close. Do you actually think that Jason Momoa would tell the fans, would, would get, insinuate that it's going to be re- released when he knows it's not? Do you really think he's going to do that? 
I mean, it's just, it, 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 you, you have to understand, and, and, and not only that, but look at last year. He couldn't even talk about it. Now this year, he's giving more clues. And the last video, the last whatever clip that, that he gave, I mean, what is top secret? I want, I want people to use your noodle. What is top secret? What Warner Brothers project is top secret? Is it Dono? No, we, we, we know about that. That's not top secret. Is it Aquaman 2? No, we know about Aquaman 2. They already said we're making a, they're making a sequel of Aquaman 2. What could be top secret? It's not the Batman. Could no. it be maybe the announcement of the act of the Batman? Okay, but Jason Momoa then will not say like that. No, Jason least- Momoa is going to be excited about something that he's passionate about. And what is he passionate about right now? The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut because the there was a lot of footage from that was taken out from Jason Momoa and Ray Fisher. If you notice the two actors who are speaking out the most are Ray Fisher uh, and Jason Momoa. Uh, and 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 I, I believe that isn't there a a quote from Ray Fisher saying that Zack Snyder shot enough cyborg scene that he could make a, a solo cyborg movie for yeah he sa- he actually said he shot enough he shot enough footage for two Justice League movies check check, check that out check that out I, I mean so I, I I'm I'm telling I'm telling the fans this year is different from last year it really is. Last year, Warner Brothers did not address it. They sent a Wall Street Journal guy who, last I checked, still there's no Rich Jackson there. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, should, that should tell you something right there, okay? Last year is different from this year. Now, I, 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 I cannot wait. I mean, it's going to be, do you, do you remember the Batman vs. Superman announcement? Do, do, you, do you remember that? Yes, yes, I do. It was beautiful. It, it, I mean, did, did you know about it that it was coming? Because I didn't. No, no, not at all. Okay, and guess what? That was already decided, if I remember correctly, I think like three or four months that they were going to go along with the Batman vs. Superman. Uh, it was, and it was actually, uh, uh, the way it was portrayed that it was going to be a Superman uh, sequel movie, which uh, it wasn't. Uh, but nobody knew about it. And this, this, this was decide, decided three or four months ago. So I really, be- I really know, uh, and, I really, and I really believe that Warner Brothers already have an idea how much it's going to cost to release it, um, how much, um, you know, when it's going to be re- released, uh, and how, the, how they're going to be, uh, and don't even be surprised. Uh, and this, this is what I envision. Cause the lady said there has to be released in the trades. Now, uh, originally I didn't know what that means until Chris Wong, uh, basically he explained to me what it means, uh, that it's going to be released in the trades. Releasing the trade for what I, for what I understand is that they have to give it to one of their varieties or the Hollywood reporter. They give it to them. Yeah, one of the big, one of the big name, one of the big name, uh, reporting sources, yeah. Right. right. So they said it was going to be Variety. Now, didn't, did not Variety say that Batman was going to return in the Justice League 2 sequel? They did. They did. And yet, Warner Brothers 
uh, didn't tell them to take that out, did they? Still there? Yeah. There, there, there is no. Uh, and when I reported in the in December about Ben Affleck uh, keeping an open mind of Batman, when he went on Jimmy Kimball's show, uh, I, I understand what people's gonna say. You know, yeah, he says he's not the Batman, but look at it. He says, "I guess I'm not the Batman." And what did he say the following month when they asked him about a DCU movie and, and, a, and a particular role that he feels about, passionate about? That well, he, is he going to close the door? Did no. You, did, 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 you, did, did, did you see that clip? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, wait a minute. But if he was done as the Batman, if he was done at the DCU, then why would he say that he wants to direct a DCU movie? Exactly. exactly. Why? Why? I, I, I told people, use your noodle. If he's truly done with the Batman, if he's truly done with the DCU, then why would he say that? Because I'm telling everybody what he wants is to direct a Justice League 2 movie. He wants to direct that. When he said he wants to direct the DCU, it's not a Superman movie. Batman, uh, it's Justice League 2. That's what he wants to direct. And if it means, if Warner Brother tells him, okay, we'll let you direct it, but you have to play the modern day Batman, Ben Affleck will consider it. So I'm, do not close the door on Ben Affleck returning as a modern day Batman. Don't close the door. Don't close the door. Uh, and we are going to get a, a, a Batman news very soon. Um, and I want people, I want people to know that what Matt Reeves has always said, uh, that his version of Batman is a younger version of Batman, young, younger version of Batman, which takes place, ironically, 20 years before Batman versus Superman. It would be interesting if, if they actually ended up having like Ben Affleck narrating the story, or you see Ben Affleck as Batman at the end of Matt Reeves' Batman movie, if it's like a story that's going to tie, somehow tie into something that they're going to do later on in the DCEU, I could see that, I could see that being the case, and then Matt Reeves gets to do what he wants with the younger Batman. Now, I guess I should ask you, since we're on the subject of, of Batman and Ben Affleck, who do you believe that Matt Reeves is going to cast as the new, as the young Batman? Even if it is a younger version of, say, of say Ben Affleck's Batman. Here's the thing. Uh, I heard it was Army Hammer. And then uh, I reported it, uh, I think it was I think February, March, that they were close. And then the negotiation hit a snag. Uh, there, there was a dark horse actor, uh, that entered the picture. Now, I never got who that person was, so I don't know. Um, again, these, these other scoopers, they have more than one source. I only have one. And everybody gets different information differently, so I don't know. Um, now, if you look at the history of how the Batman was cast, it always came from a person that we least expected. Nobody expected Michael Keaton, uh, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, which, which is the worst. Uh, and Christian Bell, he, although he wasn't a Raider, but we didn't hear too much about Christian Bell. And then Ben Affleck, 
came out of the blue. So history tells us that the way that the Batman has been cast, it always came from a person that nobody even didn't even think about. So I, I'm, I, I'm cautiously saying that it's Army Hammer, but I cannot 100% say that it's him. Because what I heard back in March is that a, a second person, um, they were considering a second person. I, I, just, I, I just don't know who it was. And I'm not going to say a name uh, just for the sake of it. So I, I, I honestly could tell you that I don't, I don't know uh, who that second person is. Well, I, I mean, I can totally appreciate that. I mean, it's like I, I, I'd been hearing the same, you know, the same Army Hammer rumors too forever. And it was, it'd be ironic if they give it to Army Hammer when Army Hammer was uh, already cast in uh, George Miller's Batman uh, when they were doing the Justice League Mortal movie. So I, I, I kind of, I kind of want to believe that it's not going to be Army Hammer just because. I doubt that they would do that. I kind of feel like they they would go for somebody different, maybe even an unknown this time, especially if it is going to be a young version of Ben Affleck's Batman, if that's the what the shock or the surprise of it all is really going to be, um, which I honestly think that would really be the only thing that would shock everybody if it ends up being a younger version of the Affleck Batman. But... Uh, well- one 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 would it shock everybody if it's actually Ben Affleck who's going to be playing the Batman? Well, yeah. Now, well, there you go. There you go. See, <laughs> see, I didn't think it was possible to one up that, but when you say if it's Ben Affleck staying as Batman, yeah, that would be an insanely. That I think I think that that would break the internet if that was the case. Oh, oh gosh, it, it would. And 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 one thing one thing concerns me about Army Hammer. Uh, he's actually taller than Ben Affleck. He's actually, if if you, what what, and and not a bad way, but what concerns me about Army Hammer is that he does the role so well, so good that they just recast and leave him as Batman. Because I mean, if you look, if you look at Army Hammer, he does look like a good Bruce Wayne. He he did work well with Henry Cavill, um, and he's tall. Intimidating. Uh, he, uh, uh, how tall? I, I think Ben Affleck is six three, right? Six three, six four. Yeah, I think so. I believe he's six four. Yeah, and and Army Hammer is what six six five. Is he? Is he six five? I don't know. I never looked up his his and height. I, yeah, you know, I I think I think he's six five. I think I think he's six five. Uh, so uh, yeah, he is six five. So look at that. So they they're around the neighborhood. Uh, what you know, um, the idea you know to cast a a a a tall Batman, and I and I think that's why a lot of people like the Ben Affleck because when you saw Batman versus Superman, uh, to me, he represents what Batman was supposed to be, and an intimidating figure. Kristen Bell did well as Batman, but he was not intimidating. Ben Affleck is intimidating as the Batman. He's big. He's strong. He's just—you can see the muscle there. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I, I absolutely. So um, going back to going back to the Batman. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I did, I did hear um, Army Hammer, but one thing, one thing that concerns me is that when you hear the same thing from different sources, 
and that 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 kind of concerns me. It it, it really does, um, because uh, you know if you look at Ben Affleck the way he was cast, no one had him, no one. I I sure didn't. Yeah, um, yeah, that that did come out of left field. Now, have you heard anything uh, in terms of Henry Cavill as Superman? Because there's been a yeah. lot of rumors yeah. that he's out, and then there's been a lot no. of rumors that he's not out. So, what's the story no. with him? No, I've I've heard he he's re up uh, his contract uh, with uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, they're purposely not saying it yet. Um, could could it be of of the Snyder cut? Uh, I, I, I believe the Snyder Cut is going to answer, uh, the DCU. It's, it's going to address the missing link. Uh, but I've, I've heard that he's staying on as Superman. Um, and don't, don't be surprised, um, if, if he comes out, the first movie has to do with the Black Adam and, and Shazam. Um, and it, it, it was teased at Shazam at, at the end. That's Henry, that's Henry Cavill's suit. If there was going a different direction, there will not, put Superman in that movie with Harry Cavill. So, uh, so uh, I feel confident saying that um, that he's staying on as Batman. Uh, I, I, I trust my source on this one. Uh, he's very adamant. Um, so I, all I could tell you is, is, is what he told me. Um, so he's, you know, he's staying as, as, um, uh, as Superman. And not only that, but if you, if you look at it, who, who is his agent? Who is the rock agent? Oh yeah, that's right. They share the same agent, the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. They they share the same agent. So trust me. So uh So 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 then the reason why Henry Cavill wasn't in Shazam was because of the contract negotiations or was it just because of uh scheduling conflicts? See, I don't buy the scheduling uh conflict. I don't buy that at all. Uh it it, it has to do with money. That everything boils down to money. Just, just, just put it this way. If Henry Cavill was told last year before when they were filming Shazam, hey, Henry, uh, we need you to come on, do a cameo. We're going to pay you $15 million. Do you think he's going to say no? I mean, think about it. If someone offered me $15 million and I have a tight schedule, you don't think I'm going to do everything I can to make sure <laughs> I get my money? All this exactly. is about exactly, money. yeah. It's, 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 it's always been about the money. Uh, the, the the only only scheduling um, uh, rumors uh, that that I find credible is the Will Smith. This is the Will Smith, but the Henry the Henry Cavill was not has nothing to do with with scheduling. It all had to do with money. Oh, and 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 if you look at it, uh, if if he was really done, then why did the rumors come out that uh, that Warner Brothers uh, offered uh, a director I forgot who his name was the opportunity to direct Superman? If he if he was really done, why why would Brothers why would Warner Brothers offer a director to to direct Superman? I mean, yeah, just, yeah, that that's yeah, it, that's a good point too. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it the never, the never, mission the Mission Impossible director, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it never it never made sense, you know. Some you know some of the things you know you you don't even have to actually source. It's just common sense. It's just common sense. 
uh, if he was done as as Superman, then Warner Brothers would not, uh, uh, you know, wouldn't be offering a director a chance to direct uh, the, 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 the Superman movie. So, um, but I, I I'm confident that that Henry Cavill uh, he's staying as, as Superman. Um, I, I've heard that it was it, it's a it's a four picture um, uh, uh, movie. Uh, I don't know whether it was full movie or cameo. That part I don't know. Uh, I just know that he signed a four appearance movie as Superman. Uh, is it possible that he could come on at at Shazam? I believe that he is because they teased it. Uh, I believe that Warner Brothers. This is just me. They're going to give uh, the fans what we want as, as a second Superman movie, and probably the last two could be the Justice League uh, two or three or Justice League two, where there may be a cameo of Supergirl. Uh, if, if they, if they decide, uh, um, to do that. So, um, but you know, again, Henry Cavill, I'm, I'm confident. And so I, I told fans, you know, all I could tell you is, is what I heard. Um, now, uh, I, and I do want to say this. I'm not always going to be right. There is no person, I don't care what business they do, whether you use the NFL, NBA, or anything like that, no one will ever get everything right. And I've always been honest with people, you know, when they asked me, you know, I said, listen, I, all I could tell you is what I hear. Um, so far, the stuff that he, he has told me um, came to pass. You know, when he told me that uh, uh, the Batman versus Superman uh, was going to be uh, delayed to 2016, that came to pass. Um, he told me 2016, uh, before the movie was released, that Doomsday was there. It was there. Now, uh, he didn't tell me about. Uh, Superman dying because he knows how I feel about Superman. So uh, he didn't tell me that. Um, and he did, he did tell me that, uh, they fired Zack Snyder. Um, and there are reports that, and, and, you know, you could look it up yourself. Uh, and he told me that, uh, the Justice League was compromised. All this before it was released. So all, all I could tell is what he has told me. Um, and, you know, and, 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 and again, I'm, I'm very confident. Um, and if by any chance, by any miracle chance I'm wrong, then, you know, I'll, I'll man up and say, hey, you know, it didn't work out. But And I'm pretty sure I, w- I won't be the first, nor the last, whoever got uh, is, uh, something wrong. So, um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm confident. I, I, this, 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 I could say, if my wife was to let me, I will mortgage my house on a Snyder Cut. <laughs> but she, she won't. Yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it just... It just has a feeling of eminence that it didn't have last year. Last year, it was like we weren't, we weren't far enough. Like we are, like we are now. It feels like we've moved. We, we've, we've raised the bar as far as, as, as fandom, as, and as demanding as fans can be. I mean, we've taken it a long, long way. And I really feel like now is the time. So it, it just, it just has a, it just has a more, at least for me, a more positive aura to it than it did last year, 100%. Uh, before I came on, I I asked my source, hey, do you, do you have anything for me? I'm, I'm going, this is my first podcast. Um, I would like to uh, give, you know, the, the audience and, and, and the Zara Radio a, a, little, a little something. And um, I, I believe in January, I, I think I tweeted, oh, it was right after Zack Snyder, uh, tweeted the dark side. Um, I got a text from my source and says that uh, that the side that Snyder cut is coming. That it cannot be unwrong. And if you know if you notice the theme, that everybody is going going with that. 
but I asked him, hey, any, any update? And this is what he told me. He says, the negotiation are almost done. So we are literally at the end game. Yeah. And and that's, you know, and that's great. And that's a great thing to think about because to finally be at a point where you could say, okay, this is going to come to it. This is finally going to come to an end. Everything is, is going to be as it should be. And we, we just, and like I say, it's like as a, as a fan and as somebody who keeps pushing, keeps pushing the same goal, I think as a united front, we've really, we've really come a long way and it just feels it just feels good to know that, you know, there is an end to this at some point. And it's not going to be like the Richard Donner cut where we, where it was, it took an eternity. No, no, no. Zack Snyder, when he starts something, he finishes it. Zack Snyder cares about his work. He is not sloppy. He cares about his work. You could, you see it in his movie. Regardless if people like his movie or don't like his movie, the one thing that nobody can say about Zack Snyder, he's not sloppy. He's direct. He knows what he wants. And he does not leave his work unfinished. Exactly. So when, when we see the Snyder cut, it's going to be his cut. It's gonna, you're going to see his hand all over it. It's not going to be a Richard Donner uh, uh, situation. Uh, it, it's going, it's going. And, and I think... Uh, we're gonna get more clarity in the direction of the of the DCU uh, once the Snyder Cut um, is released, um, and so um, I'm, I'm 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 confident. Again, if you know, if, if my wife, if I was a gambling person, which I'm not, um, I, uh, I I I I would mortgage my home. That's how confident I am, and I'm telling everybody the Snyder Cut is going to be released this year. Mark my, my words. Mark my, my words. And I said this last year of November. I was hearing rumors that it was going to be released this year. And I heard. So you, last. so you knew, so you knew last year that there was November. no chance we were going to get it last year. You knew that it just wasn't, that just wasn't no, in the cards. The, the, what, when last year before San Diego Comic Con, things that I was hearing, it didn't make sense. I, I, I didn't, it's just something wasn't right. Something wasn't right because if you if you follow Fiona, she gave the indication that it's the Snyder Cut was going to be released at San Diego Comic Con. She 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 basically said it. Then when it was released, she basically said something happened. Go, go I mean, if 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 you go, if, uh, if, oh yeah, I, I remember, I remember, I remember that, I remember. You know, there, because again, we all know, because all those of us that have been following it know very well that there was actually, the plan actually was for us to get it last year, the initial plan, which is why Zack Snyder was in San Diego, which is why it was, but it just, but like you said, but like you said, yeah, and like you said, it was the, it was the Wall Street Journal that was supposed to cool us down so that, there would be no hype for it because they changed the plans at the last minute. I I I, I tell people, and I, I and I even said this to Chris. Say, Chris, do, do you, how do you think the Wall Street Journal got your name, got Fiona's name? I mean, do you think it was by accident? I, I mean, I, I I I I tell people that it was given by Warner Brothers. 
So Zack Snyder had the attention to release it. I just, I just believe with all my heart that Warner Brothers had no attention. They had no attention. They wanted to make that man look so bad and to screw him again. And they did. But to Zach's credit, he kept his mouth shut. He let the fans fight for him. And karma played a role. So all those people who bashed Zack Snyder, who stabbed him in the back, and I call them gutless, because that's what you are, gutless, what, what you did to that man. You have no backbone, okay? At the end, all worked out in favor of Zach. So, um, and, and, you, and, you, and you could feel the direction going in a different direction once Walter Hamada came in. He had to clean a lot of mess. He cleaned a lot, a lot of mess. I mean, it, 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 this was not done overnight. Uh, so, fans, when it's released, shout out to Walter, uh, Walter Hamada. Uh, because from what I hear from my source, he's a big Zach supporter. Uh, and he's, uh, I mean, he, 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 he did a lot. Um, and, and if you look at it, uh, I believe when, when Ben Affleck was in rehab, who was there by Ben Affleck's side? Walter Mahara. So, uh, fans, I'm telling you, Zod Rider, get ready. It's coming. Trust me, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to get the Snyder Cut. I, I just, I just want, I just want to see how, when they, when they finally release that, when they put out that trailer, the show, the, you know, the tease that they're releasing it. I wonder if they're going to start it off with the fans demanded it. And you're going to see that in the, in the Justice League font. And they're going to really, I mean, if they're really going to do it up, because you, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that's going to be the approach that they take. Like they're going to really show that it was, that it was something that everyone wanted in order for it to happen. Like this that's got to be part of the marketing. This is this is this is what I envision. All right. So we at San Diego Comic Con. They do everything that they're supposed to do, right? They told the fans, "Okay, folks, this is it. This is a good for San Diego Comic Con to take one step." Oh, wait a minute. We forgot one more thing. Um, we do have an announcement to make, but I let this person make it. The light turns off. The screen comes on. They give a little small trailer, and at the end, the Snyder Cut sign and Zack Snyder comes on stage, announce the Snyder Cut. To me, I mean, I picture in my mind, if that was me in charge of San Diego Comic Con, that's the way I would do it. I would. Oh yeah, it. oh yeah, because you got to figure it's gonna be it's gonna be Warner Brothers trolling us at least one more time because you you got to figure they'll yeah and I and I think that you're right I think you're one hundred percent right about that they'll go that route they'll make it seem like they they'll do their whole presentation for everything else and we'll think that they're done and that'll be and they'll make it seem like it was almost an afterthought. That'd be, I mean, because they, they really, they got to mess with the fans at least one more time once they do this. Well, Knowing that mind. we're, you that know. Part, I don't mind. That, that, right. That's okay. That, 
I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that uh, because it's just you know you, <laughs> right. You, you, you want to get the excitement. You, you, you want to hear the. Oh you know, yeah, the I mean, it's gonna play. It's gonna be at a, f- a fever pitch at that point. I mean, it's it's pretty much. I mean, and if you're at San Diego Comic Con, you're well aware of this situation. So it's. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yes. it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Right. So, uh, fans, again, I, I tell you, get ready. Uh, we 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 are at the end game, um, and we we are gonna see the the the, the Snyder Cut uh, this year, um, and um, then from there we're gonna find out the direction of 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 the D, of the DCU, what what Mahana plans, uh, what are his plans going forward. Um, I, I believe he's going to continue. Um, I, I, I did, I did hear you on, on, on Shazam. Um, and see, I, see, I, I have a, a different take on that. Um, I, I, Shazam showed, at least for me, uh, that they're not done with the DCU. Cause if they were, then why would they make Superman reference, Batman reference? I mean, they, they, they pay homage to Batman versus Superman. Um, so, uh, but I, I also agree, agree with you to me, the three DCU movie are, uh, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman, um, that for sure. Um, and I kind of put Aquaman there now, but what is it about Aquaman that, that you didn't like with, is it the tone? Well, it's not that, it's not that I don't, and this is the thing. It's not that I don't like Aquaman. I like Aquaman. I just don't love Aquaman. And that's my problem. I could take Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and even Wonder Woman and say, I love those movies. I can watch those movies at any point. But Aquaman is one of those movies that I just, it's like it's not, with, with repeated viewing, it hasn't, it hasn't grown on me in a way, in the way that I wish that it would have. Like, I liked it when I saw it in theaters. And what I expected to happen was, cause I seen Aquaman in theaters twice. So I expected to like it more each time. And so the second time I saw it in theaters, I liked it, but I found that my opinion of it didn't change, like it didn't grow, like each time with all the other movies. And this is kind of how I judge these films. So when I, you know, when I seen it, when I watched it on Blu-ray, it's like, okay, the first time I watched it on Blu-ray, I'm like, okay, my f- feelings towards it didn't change. They didn't get, it didn't get worse, but it didn't get any, where I felt like, oh God, this, this movie is so great. This movie is so wonderful. There's just some things in it that I just, I, I don't really know what it is. I can't pinpoint it because I love Jason Momoa. I love all of the things that they're, you know, that they do. You know, the visuals in Atlantis were beautiful and all these things, but I just, to me, is it just, I don't know. I don't know if it was the score because I, I did like the score. I guess to me, I just didn't think it was, as good as the others. And I guess that's why I wanted it to be, I wanted to like it more than Wonder Woman. And I didn't. And that kind of bothered me because I kind of thought, oh my God, it's it's James Wan. And, you know, we know the stories about how he talked to, you know, Zack Snyder about how they, you know, they kind of de-weedonized the character of, 
uh, Aquaman and made it more and put it more in line with the Snyder cut. But I just sort of I sat there and thought about it and I'm like, my God, I don't understand why I don't love this movie the way I, you know, the way I love Wonder Woman or why I don't think that this movie is, you know, as great. But I still like it and it's still a good movie. It's just not, you know, it's just not where I where I wanted to be with it. You know what I mean? It was a movie that I wanted to not see in the theaters twice. It was a movie I wanted to love enough to see five or six times. Do you know you know what I mean? It's just one of those movies where you I guess I maybe I expected more than what it was. Maybe I expected it to be better, but who knows? Maybe I'll maybe it'll grow on me some more over time. And like you said, maybe when the Snyder cut comes out It'll fit more in, and I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, now, yeah, now it makes sense. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, but to me, I, but I absolutely did not like, did not like Shazam. And I get all the, you know, all the references and stuff to all the, you know, stuff that came before, and I thought that that was good. I just don't like the way that they handled the character of Shazam. Uh, you know, speaking in regards to how, particularly how they had Zachary Levi play. Shazam off as more comic relief than anything else. I didn't really appreciate that. And that's kind of what bothered me most about the movie uh, more than anything. But I did, I do like Aquaman more than Shazam. That's for sure. Uh, let me, let me tell you why I, um, I, this is the way I'm built. Okay. So if you sell me something, then I want to make sure if I buy it, is everything how you sold sold it to me? So the reason Shazam, I, I'm okay with Shazam, is that they didn't sell me that it was going to be a dark movie or anything like that. You know, now even though this it, it has it has some dark moments. Yes, it definitely has dark moments. Yeah, so it, it, it had it had dark moments, which you know I I, I could definitely appreciate that. Like for example, they sold me Justice League. And it was Zack Snyder. They sold it to me. That's how Warner Brothers sold it to me. When I saw it, I'm like, wait a minute. This is not what I bought. This is not not what I was expecting. So with Zazam is that I already knew what I was getting and I and I I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, you know, um, I, I like I like the reference, you know, of 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 the of the child uh, you know, being abandoned, you know, by his mother. You know, it's, it's very, it's very touchy. Um, yes, so, yes. So it, it, it really is. I, I, I get. I know. I know what you're saying uh, about Shazam that they made him too, too wally jolly. Uh, but I, I could live with that uh, if that's the direction you want to go. Uh, now with Batman, Batman is not meant to be a jolly jolly. Batman is meant to be dark, greedy, mean. You know, uh, that won't work for him. And that's what angered me about, about, the, about the Justice League and that they made Batman try to, I mean, seriously, bat, since when Batman smiles? Since when he tells jokes? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't paint. Now, Wonder Woman, I love Wonder Woman. Um, but I think Patty Jenkins relied on Zach, um, a lot. And I think the reason that Wonder Woman, uh, was a, a success because Patty Jenkins uh, incorporated a lot of Zack Snyder's uh, vision in Wonder Woman. Um, in Shazam, uh, it was mostly who? Jeff Johns. 
So, you know, so you, so you could tell the difference. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Jeff, and Jeff Johns, you know, Jeff Johns has a, has a way of, you know, when you know what goes on behind the scenes, it kind of, it, it, it does rub a lot of people the wrong way. And I, you know, and, and I get, again, I'm one of those people. I didn't particularly like the new 52 run of Shazam in the comic books. And it felt to me like they heavily relied on that version of the, of the character, that iteration of the character for Shazam for this movie. And that was another reason why I really didn't like it and couldn't really relate to it because I didn't really like that run of the book. So I sort of, for me, it was just one of those things where I liked where they went with some of the elements, like the whole mother abandoning her child. You know, I thought the way that it was executed on screen was a little bit hokey, but I got what they were going for. And ultimately I found the whole, you know, I found the interaction between Billy Batson and all the other little kids to be really good. There was, like I said, there were some things about it that I liked, but there were, there was more, for me, there was more negative than positive. And I can live with that in the, in the sense that I can understand that there's, that I'm not going to like every DCEU movie that comes out, but you know, it's not a movie that, and like I said, it's not a movie that I watch again. I mean, multiple times or anything like that. I may see it once or twice when it comes out on video, but it's not, it's just not a favorite. So, see, I ultimate- think, I, 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 see, me, me, Zod, I, I, I think, I think you will be more accepting of these characters. Yeah. Uh, if, I think you're going to get closure once the Snyder Cut is released. And once you see the direction where it's going, I think you're going to, I think that's where I think you're going to appreciate it more. Um, you know, like, uh, for example, you have a lot of people um, that I know that didn't appreciate Batman versus Superman when it came out. Now, now they like it. I think, yeah. I, think what, I, I think what may happen with you is that once the, the Snyder Cut is released, then you're going to say, okay, you know what? I, I dig Shazam now because you, you see what Warner Brothers is going. Um, and, um, and Shazam could work. His character could work, blends in perfectly if you put Black Adam, who is totally the opposite. Yeah. Opposite, opposite does attract. Um, so, um, so I, 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 I would tell you, you know, you know, don't, uh, keep an open mind on, on, on Shazam. And I believe that once the Snyder Cut is released, once we get more clarity um, of of the direction of the DCU, I think I think your heart is is, is going to soften. Now, uh, I like all DCU movie. The least of my favorite is, is Suicide Squad. That's the least of my favorite. Oh yeah, I, I I like Suicide Squad even even less than less than Shazam because I think Suicide Squad was just another butchered mess like Justice League. So there's really no, there's really no discussion with Suicide Squad. We know the deal with Suicide Squad. We know Suicide Squad was cut by a trailer company. We literally called the trailer company. They're the ones that cut it together. Uh, and you can look that up because that is, that has been well documented. Um, but I mean, for me, I, yeah, I don't even include, I don't include justice league and I don't include, uh, um, suicide squad when I'm talking about the DCEU, because I know that those, <laughs> the, though I know that those movies are not, you know, the, those movies are, are terrible. So we don't, we, I, I just, I block them out. 
So, okay. so I can, I can give, I can give, I can give Shazam credit for that. At least I don't hate Shazam as much as I hate Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a question for you. Gun to your head. Justice League or Suicide Squad? I would have to watch Suicide Squad again. <laughs> I would too. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, honestly, it, it it would pain me to do it, but I would watch Suicide Squad again because, uh, yeah, jo- Justice League is just too painful to watch. There's just too much. There's just too much there, and you know, being in in the movement that we're involved in, you you can you you know, it, it's impossible to stomach it. You know, one thing I thought about, and I, I wondered about this, but then I, I and I, I bring this up from time to time, and now that you're here, I want to bring this up to you and see what you think about this. I always wondered what it would be like to have, if when they finally do release the Snyder Cut on Blu-ray, and you have the Snyder Cut of Justice League, obviously they'll bundle the theatrical cut with it. It'll be like a box set or something. But wouldn't it be funny... To have, and I, I thought, always thought this, wouldn't this, it be funny to have Zack Snyder do a commentary track for Justice League, watching it for the first time, seeing all the things, and I thought about it, and I'm like, but then again, I wouldn't want him to do that, because that would be torture, given the fact that he's an artist, and he works so hard, and this is what they did to his work. I kind of feel like... I'd like to love to see a, a commentary like that because of that, but then I don't wouldn't really want to do that because why would you want to put put the man through something like that? that I mean, it's just horrible. It's just it's just so utter trash compared to what he has, the epic vision that he has in store for us. So I, you know, so I kind of got I kind of got overthinking that way, but I always thought that it would it would be one of the most epic commentaries ever. Just you know for him to be pointing out all the things that just like, why would they do this? Like my favorite uh, quote from him recently in like the recent uh, months was when somebody had made a comment asking him something about the Russian family in justice league. And he said, what Russian family? So we know that he had nothing to do with any of that. And it would just be so funny to see what he would, what he, his reaction would be to a lot of the stuff we, we would you see on screen in uh, Justice League, but but what do you think about that? Well, here's the thing, um, and I'm I'm in a minority here. I don't blame Josh Whedon. I I I really don't. I mean, I don't blame him right anymore either because I realize he was just a director doing a job. But right, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's what I try to. Because from what I from what I heard. He wasn't even happy with a lot of the changes and things that they did. Like when they wanted that, when they mandated it down to a two hour movie, I heard that's what upset him because he had a lot of things he wanted to do that he couldn't do. So. See, there's, there's a, a, a unwritten rule from directors that, uh, they don't bash each other's work. Um, so if you know, and Zack Snyder, and you know about the commentary, he won't do it just because he just—that's not who he is. He doesn't. Right, right. He doesn't. He doesn't bash directors, and no. Um, um, and even to, to to an extent, I mean, regardless if if it would have been any director, would it be Josh Whedon or anybody else? Uh, you know, this is what I tell people: 
Uh, I don't blame Josh Whedon. I mean, they paid him to do to do a job. And what he's going to do, you're going to tell him no? So then you, you tell a company no, and then the company makes you look bad, and now you're going to get uh, uh, find a hard time uh, getting a, a, a movie to, to direct. So it wasn't, to me, I tell people, don't blame Josh Whedon. The people who we should be blaming is Warner Brothers, the people on top. The people who made the decision to replace Zack Snyder. The people who made the decision to cut his movie out. Those are the people that we should blame. Uh, Kevin T. Uh, uh, Jeff Jones. Toby, Toby uh, Emmerich. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. This is, this is what I hear. Yeah. Although he had power, he, he, it really wasn't... He's From what I hear... He's like he 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 goes with the motion. So, he does. Yeah, yeah. So what I what I heard from him is like last year. The reason he was against it is because he had the big people that was against it. Now, notice this year. Have you heard anything him saying that he's against the Snyder Cut? No. Why do you think is that? Because now he has people in power that want want it to be released. <laughs> exactly. And he wants to stay where? Where he is. Exactly. So it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't really, really him. Um, it was Jeff Johns. It was um, uh, um, Kevin T. Um, I just called John, KT. And it, John, yeah. And John Berg. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm I'm not as much of a hater of Josh Reading as 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 other people when they say that he that he changed uh, Zack Snyder movie around. Well, he did, but what do you want him to do? Again, you know, he was warden. They pay him to do a job, and trust me, directors they stick together. I I I promise you that he didn't like what he that what what they asked him to do. He didn't like it because he knows if somebody would have came and changed his um, uh, the first Avenger movie around, um, I'm pretty sure he won't like it. Um, so he knew he knew what he was doing, but it's just um, he he had he had no other choice. He he really he really did they have no other choice. So, but hey, listen, at the end, it's gonna work out. Uh, we're gonna get uh, the movie uh, we want. Yeah, I, I did want it, uh, the, the the five arc. I would love to see the 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 five arc. Uh, what Zach uh, originally proposed. I mean, if you look at Endgame, from from what I hear, it was, it, it's it's what Zach has planned all along. Uh, what you know, possibly you know, Batman dying. Yeah. Yeah, we know we know all that, you know, from the T-shirt release that he did that that pretty much maps out his original plan for Justice League. But the uh, the idea is here. What do you think now? And this is basically my going to be my last question in regards to this. Um, What do you think? Are you one of those people? Because I don't really believe too much that when we get the actual Snyder cut, that it's going to lead to Zack Snyder coming back and being able to complete his vision. I think it's, I think it's basically they're going to release the Snyder cut. And if, and if we ever do get another Zack Snyder DCEU movie, it'd be sometime in the far, far future. I really don't, I would like to see that happen, 
But I don't realistically believe that that's what would happen, that he would be able to come back and complete his arc in the way that he wanted to. What What are your feelings on that? There's a there's an old uh, saying in in wrestling. Uh, I'm not sure whether you heard it, heard of this before. Never say never. Oh yeah, never say never for sure. Yeah, never never say never because Warner Brothers could uh, they could say no, uh, we have no plans. Okay, well, let's say it's not a cut release and it makes over a billion dollars. Doesn't that change any everything? Oh, absolutely. But in yeah. order for it to make a billion dollars, you would have to give it a full theatrical run, wouldn't you? I mean, well, no. What, what, when I say a billion dollars, I'm 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 combining what they made the original, um, um, which wasn't yeah, which was a horrible right. box office. So but so 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 let's let's say it makes uh, in three weeks. Let's say it makes more worldwide. Let's say it makes about five or six six hundred million dollars. That's already one point two billion dollars right there. Yeah, and, and like I said, yeah, the movie was changing around, but it, it was still Zack Snyder DNA, and 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 all of that. So, do I see him coming back um, as as a human being? If you're Zack Snyder, why should you? Knowing what what they did to you, exactly. But you, know, you but so you know but you know he w- but you know he would do it because he loves the characters and he you know. And he, and regardless of everything else, he has a vision. But I mean, I, you know, it, it would be, I mean, it would be great. It would be great if that, if what you, what you said actually were to occur. Well, that the, would be the well, best case scenario. Well, to, to, to just put it this way, the people who don't, who didn't like the Zach are no longer there. So that's why I'm not going to say, I'm not saying, for guys, I, I, you know, I'm not saying yes or no. All I'm saying is that all the people that were against Zach are no longer there. So it, it would be easier to bring them back and maybe, okay, so they they told Zach, hey, Zach, you know, we can't do a Justice League movie for, for a while, but how do you feel about doing a Man of Steel 2 movie? Um, or or if you want to do a Justice League 2 movie, okay, we, you know, we have to wait a couple of years to we get more more characters uh, uh, develop. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it uh, happening. But I'm not going to totally say no because uh, last year was a totally no because they, the, the the people that didn't like the Zach were there. Um, now it's now is 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 a different feel. Um, yeah. So now we're we have a more we have a more we have a pro Zach Snyder uh, uh, Warner Brothers management. So that's why things are turning around. If you had, if we had the same people still in charge now, we probably wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, no, no. It, 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 it would definitely be more, more, more challenging. Now, uh, I always thought that the Snyder Cup was, was going to happen because of the money. That's all Warner Brothers care about is the money. That, you know, the money. Rest assured that if Warner Brothers saw that they couldn't make money of the Zack Snyder Cut, this will not be a, 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 a discussion. But when Fiona, uh, uh, and again, I hope she gets the credit. I mean, I, I hope people acknowledge her, um, uh, acknowledge the, the, the people that really spoke out. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, I, and I've said it a million times, you know, that, that, that Fiona is the Wonder Woman of 
the Snyder Cut movement. If it wasn't for her, there there, there would, yes. wouldn't be a movement on the level that there is today. That is one hundred percent sure. I mean, you well, got to so, give give credit there. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If 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 you, if you guys fans are, are listening, you, 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 and that was sweet of you that you guys did something for the for the operator. Um, for what I understand, Fiona is in therapy right now. Uh, when the Snyder Cut uh, does come out. Uh, we have to acknowledge her because uh, she she really worked hard um, and and um, you know it's just uh, we we have to give her credit and you know and and and, and to certain extent you know yourself you know who spoke on uh, who wanted the the, the Snyder Cut uh, 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 Chris Wong um, who I, who I watch um, almost every day religiously <laughs> um, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm like, I'm like, we got, we got to give. I, I wanted to say that before we end the show, we've got to give, we've got to give some shout outs here. You know, to Chris Wong and Dave the Film Junkie, and you know, even, uh, even uh, Dingus Bringus, who I really, who I really wasn't a fan, a fan of you. initially. I, you know what? It's funny because him and I started off kind of like at odds. I because I really wasn't a fan of some of the things he was saying in his initial videos. And I kind of, and so him and I kind of went at it a little bit on his YouTube channel. And as time went on, you know, he started to grow on me because I kind of understood, you know, where he was going and what, what some of his points were. And, you know, and after a while, I finally said to him on Twitter, you know, hey, let's let's bury the hatchet because, you know, you're a good guy. And I know, you know, we all want the same thing. So I, you know, so I kind of, you know, so it got to the point where it was like, OK, cool. And and that's, you know, and it's nice, you know, in this kind of a situation, you always want to have more friends than anything else. You don't really go into something like this to have people that you're that you're fighting against. And that's one of the things that I that I don't like in terms of something as big as the Snyder Cut movement. I don't like how we have fringe groups that are fighting amongst themselves and you know this group is take wants to take credit for this, but this group does that when this group did this and all that. And that just creates problems because ultimately you all have the same goal, so it works out better yeah, when I everybody never. is united as a whole. So I, that's yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah, if 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 you if you follow me on Twitter, I never ever ever bash someone's scoop or someone's source because honestly, I don't know. I don't know who. They <laughs> right, you don't know who they talk to. That's yeah, the other I, thing. I I honestly feel like you know we're in a situation now where everybody has their own you know, has their own thing. Everybody has their own people that they talk to. They know. I mean, I can say honestly and 100%, I don't have a source. I don't claim to know anything. I don't claim to know anybody. So when I, you know, so when I go out and do this, I, I you know, I do the research the old-fashioned way, find my things out that way, and, and, you know, try to talk to the right people. But ultimately, you know, it's like when you hear something from someone, like you know, like you who has a source, you know, you can't t- say anything that you don't know. So you, you're just conveying the information that was given to you. And so whether yeah. it's, whether it's right or wrong or whatever it is, it's just information that you're getting from someone else that you're conveying to everyone else. So, you know, I, I, I tend to be a little bit more, a little bit kinder when it comes to stuff like that with scoopers. Cause I, I understand, you know, the only person that I, I really, the only one out there that I, I really, uh, you know, don't really, don't really like to pay any attention to is, uh, 
you know who he is. Uh, he's, his name's Umberto and I call him, uh, I call him Umberto, I call him Umberto the Galactic Flip Flopper because he comes out because every time he comes out, he'll come out, he'll say something. It'll turn out that it's not true and then he'll have an excuse and then he'll, you know, he'll say something else. It'll come out that it's not true and then he'll, and, and he's just got a history of doing that. So it, it, you know, over time it just becomes, why even bother to speak? Everything you say gets debunked. So it's, it's, right. you know, so I, you know, so for me, you know, with the exception of him, you know, I tend to be a lot more open-minded when it comes to, you know, hearing from people who have, you know, who have sources. Because again, I don't know who you talk to. I don't know who Film Junkie talks to. I don't know who, you know, so you, you get to the point where you're just like, okay, well, everybody, everybody who has a source, believes what their source is saying and has reason to believe it. And a lot of times when you get down to it, everybody's source really, when it comes to a lot of these issues kind of comes along in the same ballpark. It's just like with the phone calls, everybody's getting basically told the same thing pretty much. So there's got to be some truth to it there. Yeah, so and, and for me, in, in closing, you, you could ask uh, Dingus Pringus. There's many times that he direct messaged me, say, "Hey, have you heard about this?" And I told him, "No, I, I haven't." Uh, and he he appreciate my 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 honesty. You know, when he told me he uh, did I hear about? I think there was a scoop. Uh, I didn't hear about it, and he heard about it first. And I'm I'm not gonna say I heard about something when I when I truly uh, didn't. Yeah, and that, that's, that's good too. The fact that, you know, the fact that you're honest about what you hear and what you don't hear, it, it, it's all, that's all anybody can ask for. You, you know, yeah. you're just being honest. Cause like I said, you know, when a lot of people on Twitter were going around going after us, and you remember, Lewis, when the people were going after us, some, some people in certain groups were going after us with the phone calls saying we were liars because we didn't record the phone calls. It's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like it's like what it's like you could just pick up the phone and call yourself if you don't believe us. We don't we nobody is trying to spread misinformation about anything. You and know, it's that, but, but check this out. Not only that, but we're not going to please everybody. So, okay. So, if I record somebody, you, you know, you know what somebody else is going to say? Well, that's not the operating. That's probably your girlfriend that that you're talking to that that you say that. So, that's why I don't, you know, you're not you, you know, I'm not going to please, please everybody. You know, I just talk, talk people, keep an open mind. You know, look what I said about Ben Affleck in December about, uh, he, uh, he wants to direct a Justice League uh, movie and, and he will stay on, uh, he would, he wants to, uh, he would consider stay, staying on Batman. Then he goes on television in March and basically said what I said back in December. So that's why I told people keep, you know, keep an open mind. And not only that, but when I say a rumor, it doesn't mean that it's true. I'm just telling exactly. you what I'm hearing. A rumor. Exactly. That's why I always say exactly. rumor is rumor is rumor. It could be true. There could be some truth into it. It could be it could be not true. You know, exactly. Again, you know, I'm I'm new at this. I don't you know, I, I, I get I get a lot of ton of stuff that I gotta uh, determine, okay, well, uh if this is true, this is not true. And then not only that, then I have to determine, okay, if I hold on if I hold on, on to this and then somebody else says it, then I'm going to feel bad. And man, I was sitting on this and I didn't say it. So it's not, it's not as easy as, you know, as people see. And I'm still, I'm still learning my craft. And maybe when the standard cut is released, I, I probably going to stop doing the scooping, but may do other stuff. 
um, you know, something similar, you know, to, to what Chris doing, to, to what you're doing. Uh, because it's, you know, honestly, I don't win nothing. What do I gain? You know, and, and, and people say, well, you know, you're, 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 you're trying to get followers. Well, number one, you never on my Twitter have heard me say, um, down to 10 to get to 800. I don't, I'm not doing this. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, you know, to, to get followers. I'm a private person. I have family. Um, you know, I like, I like to do, you know, my own stuff. And the only reason I got in, I got in, in, into this is because of what they did to Zach and, and his, and his personal life. Um, you know, you know, it, it, it hit me hard. Um, you know, because I'm, uh, I'm a suicide survivor. You know, I, I, I attempted suicide when I was, uh, 18 years old. I, I cut my wrist, you know, and I felt, I felt for him and I felt for her. Uh, because it's depression. People have no idea how, you know, how debilitating depression is. It, it, it takes your joy. You want to be alone. You, you, you know, you want to be in the dark. You know, you close yourself out. You feel hopeless. You feel like there's no, there's no hope. And it's just, it's just, it, it, it really, you know, and, and I'm glad, um, that people are donating, uh, um, you know, to that, to that charity, uh, because it, it, you know, uh, it, 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 it can be one. Now, I found, I found, you know, Christianity, you know, to help me with, with my depression. I no longer, su- you know, suffer from depression. Um, and I, I'm, I'm grateful, uh, that God gave me a second opportunity, you know, to live. I have a wonderful wife, uh, two beautiful girls, you know, one in college and the other one, you know, going to college. So, um, that story, you know, hit me hard. So I feel like I could relate to Zach, you know, uh, it, it, you know, uh, seeing, seeing your, your child, you know, um, you know, go through that is just, um, so that's why I did it. You know, I did it, for, you know, for that two reason, you know, what they did to Zach, I think it was gutless. Um, you know, you, you don't fire a man in the middle of, of, of a tragedy, uh, of a tragedy. You don't do that. You don't do that to him. If you want to go a different direction, let him finish what he started, and then you can move on. I, I, I think, you know, most people, at least with me, I would have more respect for the studios if they were. The, the studios is allowed, to, you know, to make that, just like, you know, a, a coaching change in, in, in any sports. You know, you there 10 years. If, if, you, if you want to make a change, you know, you, you – it's okay, but let the man finish his work. Let the man, you know, uh, finish what he started. And I just feel like, you know, that, that, um, that was cold. And so that, that's the only reason why, you know, I started, I started doing this. Um, so, uh, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need a hassle. You know, I don't, I'm not doing it, you know, uh, uh, to gain fame. I like my privacy. Um, you know, so, so, so those, you know, for those, you know, uh, uh, you know, just in case you, if you guys, you know, want to know, um, the real reason why I did it. Number one, because of what Zach went through. And number two, yeah, it's just, I believe in, in, in integrity. So, um, I, I really, really, really am grateful, um, that you allow me, um, you know, to come on your show and, um, you know, talk to you and, and, and talk to the Snyder fans. Um, and, um, I, I, I want to reassure them. Um, that I know 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 that I really know. No, you could take it to the bank and quote me. The Snyder Cut will be released. I've been saying this since last year of November. Uh, every month, I have not moved. I've got a lot of haters. They try to wave at me, but I didn't. 
you know, because if, if you only knew who my source was, uh, now it's not Walter Hamada. I wish it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still, I still am hoping for the day I can get Walter Hamada on this show because I've been wanting to talk to him, and it's just one of those things, you know. Maybe someday it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, be 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 persistent. Uh, he knows. He 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 knows. Uh, he, he, he's, he has, I, I, I could tell you this, uh, uh, Walter Homara has heard of Fiona, uh, Walter Homara, uh, has heard of Chris Wong. They know who the, uh, they know the movement. He has heard a few people. Um, yeah. and it, yeah, it is, that, that's it great. Is, that's great. That's great to know that, that he's, he's aware of that because that's, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. I mean, that puts, you know, that puts faces to the movement and that, that's what this whole thing has been about by putting faces to it. You make it, you make it a, you make it something important and that's, that's great. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's aware of that. You know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, check this out. If Zack Snyder is aware of Fiona and Chris said this verbatim on, on his YouTube that Zach watches Chris Wong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know he, he, he claims that. Yeah. That's what that's. And that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful in and of itself. Right. So if, if Zach Snyder knows of these people who does the movement, you don't think Warner brothers, you don't think Walter Homer doesn't know too. Where it gets around. So, trust me, they know, they know, uh, who, uh, who they are. So, um, I, I'm definitely going to keep you in my contacts. Um, if, if I have some, something that I hear, I will definitely let you know, uh, first, because uh, hey. I, I'm loyal to those people, you know, who gave me the opportunity to, to speak. Uh, I, I'm very, uh, uh, because you didn't have to do this. You know, you, you, you stuck your neck on the line for me. I mean, you don't know me. Um, I'm just, I'm just a newbie. Um, so I, I really, really, really uh, appreciate that. And I, I would definitely uh, have your back. You know, anything that you need from me, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Well, I appreciate that. And I, I, you know, and I want to thank you for being here tonight. I've really enjoyed having you on. This has been, this has been a really, really great show because again, and, you know, you know, you, you came on here and, you know, you shared, you shared what you knew. You shared a part of yourself with us. And I, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm always happy to have guests like you on my show because it's always something that I can look back fondly and say, Hey, you know, I made, I made another, I made another friend tonight. And I, like I said, you are, you are awesome. And I do want to thank you again very much for being here. This was great, man. Not a problem, my man. Um, until, until, oh, when, let, let's do this. When it's announced, I, I don't drink, but I definitely have a, a, a Coke and I'm, <laughs> man, I, you know what? When it, when it comes out, I'm going to have you, I want to have you back on the show. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be happy. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I've got a, I've got this big, I, you know, I've got this big show planned for people once this, once this thing finally gets released because it's something that we all got to do. I'm kind of, you know, I'm hearing, you know, rumblings that it'll be, you know, it'll be a big, it'll be a big, huge thing. You'll have Chris Wong, you'll have Film Junkie, you'll have everybody together all in one big podcast and we'll all talk about it and i'm pretty sure there'll be you know there'll be multiple uh shows devoted to that once it finally comes out because it's so well, huge I, 
I I got I got two two more invites. I I believe uh, Red Capes uh, told me they're gonna have me and uh, uh, Chris Brown. I I believe he said maybe I understood the day of the San Diego Comic Con. Um, I think. Oh, okay. Said. Yeah, that would be good. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I think that's what he said. But that'd be good. That'd be awesome. That would, yeah. that would definitely be, that definitely be a good place to be. Cause I know that that's where I'll be. I'll be, I'll be in the, I'll be in the chat room with when, uh, when Chris Wong does his, does his Comic Con thing like he did last year. I thought that was really awesome. So that'll work yeah. out. That'll work out great. But hey, I do. And, and maybe, and maybe we could take questions from fans. You never know. <laughs> so yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be perfect. Yeah. I, it'll, it'll be awesome. I, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We've got a lot of big things coming up. And again, if this movie actually does, you know, get, get announced, you know, it could be uh, Comic Con. It going, could be before. <laughs> it's going, it's going to get announced. It's going to get announced. No, no, no not if it's going. It's to just get a que- It's just a question of when, right? At this point. It's, it's, yeah, it's that, that. It's not if, it's when. Yeah. It's going to get announced. I'm telling you, I am telling you. I asked, I asked my source, you know, just just to check in. Is it really going to get announced? And I asked him to give me from one to ten. He tells me a hundred. It's not even ninety nine point nine percent. He is adamant. That means they, that mean, and that, and that means they've done the numbers. That means they know, Derek, they've got projections and everything. So we're, you know, we're in a good, we're in a good space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so fans, like I said, we are in literally the end game. It's going to get announced and more importantly, release. There you go. There you go. You've heard it, ladies and gentlemen, from Lewis. Centeno, and you've been listening to the Zod Rider Show on PSN-Radio.com, and we will be back next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again, Lewis, for being here. Good night, everybody. Good night.